Hello and welcome to this message that was shared by Pastor Lethur Padoy on the Lighthouse Worship Celebration Online. We pray that the Lord will bless you as you listen and may this encourage you in this very difficult time we are all going through. Please share this with others so that they too can be encouraged. Thank you and God bless you. The message of the Lord today is entitled, Divine Order, Living by God's Design and Order in the Various Spheres of Life. Divine Order, Living by God's Design and Order in the Various Spheres of Life. One of the things that are actively um, involved, and you can see it visibly in the streets, uh, like in our subdivision, when I walk around for exercise, I could see houses and construction uh, taking place. Uh, when you look at buildings and the structures, they are supposedly based on a design. There is a plan. And uh, the, the better the plan and the uh, better the execution, the, great, the greater and the more beautiful the building or the structure is. The same is true with life. The same is true with creation. And the good thing is God is the architect and builder of our lives. God is the architect and builder of this earth. And he is the master designer. Si Lord po may magandang plano sa ating mundo. Si Lord po may magandang plano sa iba't ibang aspeto ng ating buhay. And when we know the divine design and the divine order, we can arrange our lives in such a way so as to honor God and get the greatest blessing for our lives and for others. So ngayon pa, we talk about divine order. And of course, this is a broad topic. We don't have all the time in the world to discuss it, but we'll be able to cover some of the basic issues of our lives. Particularly, divine order for the home, divine order for the church, divine order for the state or government, and how these play together, as well as divine order for individual human rights, freedom, and the pursuit of happiness. So this is a message I pray will bless our lives today. So please listen and open your heart. The Lord is a God of design, order, and boundaries. The Lord is a God of design, order, and boundaries. So si Lord po, meron no siyang plano parate. Hindi siya kalat. Hindi siya parang... He has a plan. 1 Corinthians 14, 33 and 40. For God is not a God of confusion, but of peace. But all things should be done decently and in order. And so in our lives and in creation and in the outworkings of the various spheres and institutions of this life, there are designs, orders or structures, parameters and boundaries. Romans 12.3 says, For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. So it talks about a measure of faith God has assigned. And that basically reflects the idea that my spiritual gifts and your spiritual gifts, my Position in the body of Christ as well as in the general uh, society and yours as well is not just random. 
There is a plan from God and there is a measure or a design. Hindi ho tayo lahat pare-pareho pero lahat tayo meron tayong uh, toka galing kay Lord at merong boundaries para sa atin and we need to find out what those are so we can align our lives. It affects as well the other areas of society. Ephesians 4.7 says, But grace was given to each one of us according to the measure, that's the same word, the measure of Christ's gift. So yung pong mga pinagkatiwala ni Lord, authority, influence, resources, and so on, they are given to us as a gift from God, but according to a certain measure. May plano po yan para sa ating lahat. Hindi ho pare-pareho, hindi ho kalat or kanya-kanya bahala na mudiha. No? Life on earth is to function according to God's design, order, and boundaries. Life on earth is to function according to God's design, order, and boundaries. So sa buhay po na ginawa ni Lord, sa mundong ito na ginawa ni Lord, meron pong design, order, and boundaries. And meron hong mga i-reset si Lord para po maging maayos ang takbo ng lahat. That's divine order as the title of this message says. On the physical creation, the heavens and the earth and so on, it says in Genesis 8.22, While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night, shall not cease. So, sa physical creation, meron hong rhythm, merong boundaries. Hindi, hindi... Forever, yung winter or yung seed time, merong ending yon. Tapos meron na namang kasunod na harvest, meron na namang sunod na summer and so on. May rhythm, may beginning and then may certain end and then the next rhythm or cycle comes. Acts seventeen twenty six says, and he that is God made from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, having determined allotted periods and the boundaries of their dwelling place. So this is like broad and in a way still mysterious to me, but God has said. Nanaplano po nila, hindi ho bigla na lang nagkaloon ng Pilipino nation, hindi lang bigla nagkaloon ng Pilipinas o Amerika o anong bansa. Meron ho yan sa idea ni Lord at meron siyang binigay dyan para maging toka natin or inheritance natin. Kasama doon ang ating geographical boundaries, kasama doon ang iba't ibang mga bagay na galing kay Lord. So meron ng allotted Allotted meaning may plano yun, di ba? Allotment, may plano at yun ang ibibigay depende sa will ni Lord. Okay? And may boundaries. In human relationships, we have, for example, in the relationship of the husband and the wife, Ephesians 5.22 and 23 and 25. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, Even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its savior. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. So you realize here that God has a plan for marriage. Mayroong rule and authority and limitation ang position or person of the wife Same goes with the husband. Meron hong design. Yung husband, sa verse 25, love your wife just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. So meron hong 
plan na si Lord at may roles and boundaries. And I like to say, there's also reciprocity. Merong ibibigay yung wife, may ibibigay yung husband, and they all build together a home under the love and the blessing of Christ. Ephesians 6, 1 and 2, and then 4, on the parents and the children. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. And in verse 4, fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. So meron hong design ulit. The children are to love, honor, and obey the father and the mother. And the father and the mother are to raise up the children according to the proper ways in the instruction of the Lord without exasperating them. So meron ding reciprocity because remember, God is love and the structure and design of the earth, it functions by love. The child loves the parents by obedience. The parents love the child by godly instruction and godly nurture. Yun po ang sabi dito. Let's look at employment. Ephesians 6, 5 and 9. Bond servants or workers or slaves, obey your earthly masters with fear and trembling with a sincere heart as you would Christ. Nine, masters, do the same to them and stop your threatening, knowing that he who is both their master and yours is in heaven and there is no partiality with him. So there is also a, a design, a God-desired way to order the workplace where we get our livelihood. Meron ding designs, Lord. May order din doon. Yung empleyado, yung slave, yung worker is to honor the bosses, uh, etc. And then yun naman mga boss, hindi sila dapat unreasonable. In fact, we are being told, if our bosses, stop threatening. Alam ni Lord yung human nature natin, yung fallen nature. Sabi, hoy, huwag niyong takot-takotin ang inyong mga empleyado because hindi lang kayo ang boss, merong pang boss uh, na mas nakakataas sa inyo. But remember, merong proper order, may divine order and reciprocal parate out of the love of God, we are to build the structures where God has placed us. Number three, Human institutions. Sa mga human institutions po, meron din pong divine order. This is very, very important. So, on this earth, God established at least three human institutions. That of government or state, that of the family, and that of the church. Tatlo at least ang parang maliwanag na naka, naka-state sa Bible. The others may be considered that way, but maybe in a less uh, direct or less clear way. Let's look at the state, Romans 13, 1 to 5. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval, for he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is the servant of God, an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. Therefore one must be in subjection, not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of 
conscience. So here we see the state. Yung pong civil society under government rulers. So meron command sa citizens na sumunod. And then actually, we did not read the subsequent verses, but it says pay taxes, etc. So we do that. Pero meron din po silang defined role, and that is to punish evil and to promote good. And then, sabi doon, they are servants of God for that purpose. So, reciprocal din po yon. We give honor, we pay taxes, in the, and then the government protects us, the government promotes good, punishes evil. So, orderly ang society, merong reciprocity, out of love, we honor each other, and we build together a happy society. That's the plan of God. And then, sa church, uh, we can read, for example, in Hebrews 13, 17 to 18, Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls, as those who will have to give an account. Let them do this with joy and not with groaning, for that would be of no advantage to you. Pray for us, for we are sure that we have a clear conscience, desiring to act honorably, in all things. So dito po, sinasabi po, that yun pong mga leaders, that is a church, we are to obey them. Sabi, we are to respect them because when we don't, then we will also suffer. It will not be advantageous for us. Sabi doon, they are keeping watch over our souls. So ang ating role as followers is to obey our leaders and then ang kanalatrapaw is to take care of us. It's always both ways, never one way. In the plan of God, dapat both ways. Any relationship, both ways yon. Hindi dapat self-serving, God-honoring, and then it's a blessing to the other. So, pausing there, ganito po ito, in the beautiful mind and heart of God, He has designed a beautiful structure for the whole of creation and every part of it. Every part po, meron no siyang uh, plano na napahaganda. So sa pamilya, napahaganda. Sa simbahan, napahaganda. Sa society, napahaganda. Even in other areas of life, may plano po si Lord. And when we discover those things and we align our lives according to those things, we will be blessed and of course we'll be able to honor and glorify the Lord. The Lord is ruler of all creation and supreme over all relationships and institutions. The Lord is ruler of all creation and supreme over all relationships and institutions. Ito po ang mahalaga. When you look at the Bible and when you come up with a biblical mindset and worldview and lifestyle, always God ang center from Him through Him and for Him ang mindset natin. Galing lahat kay Lord, sustained ni Lord, at para sa glory ni Lord lahat. In the end, si Lord parate ang bida. Alright. Psalm 100 verse 3, Know that the Lord, He is God. It is He who made us, and we are His. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. Bakit si Lord ang bida sa mundo? sa buhay natin, sa lahat ng institutions, kasi lahat naman ng ano tayo, meron tayo, utang natin sa Kanya. Amen? And so, when we glorify God, that's doing the right thing, that is proper order and alignment, doon po my blessing. Anytime merong tao o institution na itinataas ang sarili niya beyond the measure or scope or boundaries na galing kay Lord, doon po my dysfunction. Doon po merong mga 
problema. Psalm 47 verse 7, For God is king of all the earth. God reigns over the nations. God sits on his holy throne. And this is such a beautiful thing. Imagine mo, hari nga siya. Pero napaka-righteous niya, napaka-just niya, napaka-loving, napaka-wise Eh, you can fully submit to His perfect will knowing that it will always bring out the best for you and others. Panalo tayo parate pag si Lord ang nasusunod sa buhay natin. Amen? And I'd like to encourage you, tandaan mo to, divine order, divine order. God's design, God's structure, God's parameters, God's boundaries. Hanapin mo yun sa pamilya, hanapin mo yun sa simbahan, hanapin mo yun sa society, hanapin mo yun sa workplace, even sa school and so on. And then align your life. And regardless of what others do or don't do, gawin mo lang kalooban ni Lord, sigurado blessed ka na. Amen? And mag-glorify mo si Lord. Sige, palapakan natin si God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. The Lord deserves and wants to be obeyed and glorified in all things. The Lord deserves and wants to be obeyed and glorified in all things. Sa lahat po ng bagay, gusto po ni Lord na ma-honor siya. Hindi po yan self-serving. Let me give you an analogy that's very simple. If I build a company, I invest, let's say, 100 million pesos to build a company, normal lang, that I would expect that I will give the credit that is due to me. Respeto naman, kaya kayo may hanap buhay dahil ipinandar ko ang kumpanya. Kaya bless ang mga pamilya nyo kasi maganda kayo dahil in-establish ko to at pinapatabo ko na maayos, tama lang na irespeto ako. Ngayon, ang utang natin is in a very narrow, limited way sa tao in that analogy. Imaginein mo kay Lord, anong utang natin kay Lord? Lahat. The air we breathe, hindi ka lang, iputulin lang ni Lord ng hangin, patay na tayo lahat. The water we drink, the food we eat, lahat yan, blessing ni Lord. And so, tama lang, it is just proper that we obey Him and we glorify Him. Matthew 28, 18 19 and a portion of verse 20. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. So sinasabi, all authority, lahat, 100% ng authority na kay Jesus. And then sabi niya, you go. And make them my followers. Disciples means followers. And then says, it says, teaching them to observe or obey all that I have commanded you. So your Lord's prayer, may your kingdom come, may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You know yon, that God wants to be honored by our hearts and our lives, by our worship and our song, but by our practice as well. So ang tama ho yung practice natin, according to divine design, masayang buhay, glorified si Lord, blessed tayong lahat. Amen. Revelation 4.11 Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will, they existed and were created. So ang lahat na ng bagay ay ginawa by the will of God and they were made for His glory. Kasama po tayo doon, kasama ang lahat ng institutions ng mundo. Everything is for the honor of God. 
Romans 11.36 For from Him that is God and through Him that is God and to Him that is God are all things. To Him be glory forever. Amen. In short, sa buhay po na ito, the way to live a proper life that's honoring to God and blessing to us is to honor God in all things. Pag na-honor ho si Lord sa lahat ng bagay, panalo po tayo lahat and that is what we want to do. All right, the institutions of church, family, and state are to honor each other and not interfere with each other. The institutions of church, family, and state are to honor each other and not to interfere with each other. So dito po, we will define divine order in the various institutions of society or on the earth. All right, now I want us, because we have limited time, to focus on the limitations or boundaries. Yun po ang focus on because we have limited time. And we want to see how church, state, and family intersect and interact in ways that honor God and in ways that dishonor God and how we can get it right by the will of God. Alright, so let me just lay the foundation once again. There are at least three institutions that are clearly taught in the Bible as made by God existing on the earth. Church, family, state, or government, all right? And these are independent of each other, all right? And makita natin dito, hindi dapat i-dominate ng church ang society, hindi dapat i-dominate ng state ang family, dapat meron ito siyang proper design. And when we follow the proper design, magandang takbo, God is glorified, we are blessed. When we don't, then there is trouble. And we will look at that and hopefully it will be clear and we will learn. So let's begin. The church's number one, the church's relationship to the state and family. The church's relationship to the state and family. So, yung simbahan, how do we relate to the state, ang gobyerno ng society, and to the family? All right. Now, the church, letter A, the church is not to force the state to practice or propagate its beliefs. The church is not to force the state to practice or propagate its beliefs. So, ito yung sinasabi na rinig natin na separation of church and state. Magkahiwalay. So, ganito po na sa history po ng mundo, lalo na for example sa Western Europe, nagkaroon po ng mga seasons doon na ang king was a Catholic or ang king was a Protestant or uh, Anglic, Church of England. Ang ginagawa nila, pag Catholic yung king, at pipilitin ng mga tao maging Catholic lahat. At pag hindi ka Catholic, pwede kang patahin. In fact, marami silang pinatay. No? And so, it happened over and over again, or kung Protestant or Church of England, yung, uh, yung hari, pag hindi yun ang religion mo, pwede kang ipanish, pwede ka pang mamatay. In fact, maraming pinatay. Hindi po yan biblical. In the Bible, meron ng principle ng separation ng church and state. Dapat yung simbahan, yes, we evangelize, we speak, we pray, etc. But we never impose by law and by sword yung faith natin. Hindi pwede. Gusto mo maging Christian? Ayoko. Patay ka na. Hindi po po pwede ganon. Amen? Meron ng boundaries yun doon. Alright? Faith in God is a very personal and individual matter that must never be forced or coerced on people. Letter B, the church is not to undermine the parental prerogatives of the father and mother. It must respect the authority of the parents 
over their children. The church is not to undermine the parental prerogatives of the father and mother. It must respect the authority of the parents over their children. So the church should teach people how to raise up children as much as possible. Teach, advise, encourage, sometimes correct, etc. Pero hindi ho dapat nakikialam as in nakikialam na sa internal workings ng isang pamilya. Hindi po yun proper. Independent din po ang pamilya. Dapat nirespeto po yun ng simbahan. Okay? So very, very important. So for example, um, the, the church should teach the children to obey God. Ang limitation ng nun, dapat, yung children, alam nila na pag ang pinapagawa sa kala, illegal na, let's say, sabihin, anak, wala na tayong kuwan, pero pwede tayo magbenta ng mga, alam mo na, let's say, marijuana or whatever. Kung ikaw yung bata, pinapagbenta ka ng marijuana, dapat maliwanag sa'yo yon na lampas na yon at kahit na ang pastoro, life completer, pero na magsabi sa parents, wag niyo gawin yan. Kasi kahit parent ka, ang pinapagawa mo, directly immoral or illegal. Yun, pwede na tayo makailam doon. Pero yung normal lang na parenting, hindi dapat pinapakilaman ng simbahan yung nagtuturo, nagkocorect, nag-encourage lang. Amen. Alright. Number two, the family's relationship to the church and state. The family's relationship to the church and state. So ito naman yung isang pamilya, tatay, nanay, mga anak. How do they relate to the church and the state? Ano yung paraan nilang pag-relate in terms of submission, in terms of other things? So letter A, the family is not to demand that the church apply its preferred practices. The family is not to demand that the church apply its preferred practices. So yung mga pamilya may kanya-kanya pong paraan. Paano tumatakbo ang pamilya? Yung family cannot and should not demand from the church. Dapat ganito. Okay? So let me give you a very practical example which we also encounter here. So there are parents that are a bit, a little bit on the permissive side ng parenting. Permissive meaning yung bata hindi masyado kinokorek, parang bahala ka anong gusto mo, parang ganun lang. Hindi masyado kinokorek. Okay? Now, if they want to do that in the house, wala tayong magagawa. We teach them if we think it's wrong. Uh, but when they come to church, to the kids' church, for example, which we had before the pandemic, we'll have after the pandemic, siyempre doon, meron tayong rules doon. Hindi naman pwedeng pagsimba ka sa kid, guluin mo yung lahat ng mga bata doon, tapos ang sabihin ng simbahan, ay kung ganyan ka sa bahay nyo, di, ganun ka dito, di, okay na lang. Hindi pwede, sa bahay nyo pwede yon, pero sa church, meron din tayong standards dito. At yung kung yung bata napaka-spoiled, magagawa niya lahat sa bahay, sa simbahan hindi pwede. Dapat at that point, alam ng uh, parent, nasa simbahan ng anak ko. Hindi ko pwedeng ipili sa simbahan yung paraan namin sa bahay. Amen? So something like that. There has to be a certain respect uh, because then nag-cross over na into the church context yon. Letter B, the family is not to force its values or ways on the state or civil Government. The family is not to force its values or ways on the state or civil government. So, yun ang mga pamilya, hindi naman dapat niya pilitin. Now, this is probably a little bit more uh, rare, but still possible. So, let me give you another example sa parenting pa rin. Let's just say, uh, I am a parent, and uh, example lang po, example lang, and then... Uh, I'm a little bit on the disciplinarian side. Medyo disciplinarian. So, gusto ko ng palo, consequences, etc. Now, 
Even if that is my belief, and I, I feel that that is founded in the Bible, the Bible talks about the rod of correction, merong element of discipline na valid and necessary, sabi ng Bible, I believe in that. Pero, even though that's my personal belief, as a parent, as a family, hindi ko yun pwede i-require sa gobyerno. Hindi ko pwedeng i-demand na gobyerno sa mga eskwelahan, sa kalsada, pagpapaluin yung mga bata, anak ng ibang mga parents. Amen? So may limit din po doon. There is a limit there that must be respected. Number three, the state's relationship to the church and family. The state's relationship to the church and family. So yung gobyerno naman ng ating sosyedad. Sa ating city, province, sa ating nation, and the world, ano naman dapat ang paraan that they relate to the church and family. So, tinan po natin. Okay. Letter A, the state does not have authority over the worship and spiritual activities of the church. It must not act to control it. The state does not have authority over the worship and spiritual activities of the church, it must not act to control it. So dito din po, yung gobyerno po, ang jurisdiction nila is societal activities. Ang kalilang mission is to preserve public order. Para hapsay ang dagang sosyedad, meron silang ability and power and authority from God to punish wrong and reward good. Para maganda ang takbo. Pero yung, yung operation ng simbahan is independent of government. Meaning, government cannot and should not make demands that are already within the worship areas of the life of the church. Okay? Bahalaga po yan na, that we get that right. Okay. Yung freedom to worship po natin in the freedom on prayer and the conduct of spiritual activities is given by God. Not by man. Not by the government. Kaya po, si God lang ang pwedeng kumuha niyan sa atin. Siya lang ang pwedeng sabihin, Oy, bawawiin ko na. Hindi yun pwedeng bigay ng iba kasi hindi naman nila binigay yun. This is a race watch. And you know, if, if, if Paul did not give this to me, okay, then he cannot take it from me. Because if it did not come from him or he did not lend it to me, he has no right to it. Diba? So ganun ninyo, my freedom to worship and pray as a Christian and us as a church was not given by government. Government cannot take it. Government has no jurisdiction over the church. Mahalaga po ito because we live in a time right now and it may escalate in the future, at least in other parts of the world. Merong mga cases like sa California, nababasa nyo, na pinapagbawal ang worship. Pati sa loob ng bahay, mabawal ka mag-Bible study and so on. Pero pwede kang mag-rally sa labas, yung Black Lives Matter, walang social distancing, walang face mask, pero magsimba bawal, no? Etc. So, yun, some people, including Sean Foyt, dating speaker na sa Fire and Glory, sabi niya, hindi na ito tama. Kasi bakit ang iba pwede sila, tayo hindi. And then there are other pastors who say, well, our freedom to worship was not given by the government. It's an innate right from God. Therefore, we want to exercise it properly, not irresponsibly, but properly, but we will not bow. We will continue to worship the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, the giver of our lives, the sustainer of our lives. And hindi kami magbabaw because in this particular area, lampas na ang gobyerno sa kanilang jurisdiction. Hindi nila dapat pinakakialaman ng simbahan in the areas of worship, but they, uh, in the case of California and other parts of the U.S., ginagawa nila yon. 
Ephesians 5.23 says, Christ is the head of the church, his body, and it's, is himself its savior. Ang ulo, ang leader ng simbahan, ng people of God, is Christ. Not the government, not the mayor, governor, president, who, prime minister. Not So, hindi, we respect them, but on areas of worship and other things, we submit, we report to Christ. He is our head. It is he we honor. Mark 12, 17, Then Jesus said to them, Give to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's. What belongs to Caesar? The human government? Taxes. Respect. Follow the laws, you know, in terms of driving speed and other things. Pero pagating sa worship, give that to God, dahil it belongs to God. Amen? Amen. All right. Uh, let's proceed. Letter B, the state must not interfere with the parental authority of the father and mother. It must, not, it must allow the parents to run the family the way it deems best and not undermine their authority. The state must not interfere with the parental authority of the father and mother. It must allow the parents to run the family as they deem best and not undermine their authority. So ito po, ang, ang pamilya po, under the design of God, is also independent of the state. Okay? Mahalaga ho ito. Now, in other countries, nagsimula na, and I'm sure it's a matter of time, darating na sa atin dito, uh, in other countries in the West, Canada, uh, Sweden, Norway, etc., parts of America, pwede na yung bata magpa-abort, magpa-sex change, kahit na 13, 17 years old siya, minor siya, without asking for parental consent. Pwede na yun, no? In fact, pag parent ka, binawalan mo yung anak mo, parang a violation of sogi laws nila yun, pwede ka pang mapreso, alright? Now, in this case, we say, you may think it's right, the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, says it's wrong. Yung children... Especially minors, ang may authority sa kanila, si Lord. Ang may karapatan mag-determine sa kanila ng tama at mali, ang parents nila. Alright? Hindi dapat sinasabi ng gobyerno, ay huwag kayong magpaalam. In fact, ipipreso namin ng mga parents kung makikialam sila decision. Gusto mo magpa-sex change? Pwede. Gusto mo magpa-abort or whatever? Pwede yon kahit 15 years old ka. We say no. The Bible says no. The authority to raise up children has been given by God to parents, not to government. Amen? Ang tatay, na, tatay nanay natin, hindi ang government. Ang si Lord at ating parents, sila ang susundin natin. Amen? That is the divine order, divine design. Okay, mahalaga po yan na we get that right. Ephesians 6.1 says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. So throughout the Bible, maliwanag, when it talks about children, the reference always is to the parents, never to the government. Okay? In fact, sorry, but it's true, when you read the Bible, medyo minor lang emphasis sa government doon. Minor lang. The emphasis is really on God, our Maker, our Lord, our Savior. The emphasis is on parents. Okay? And then the so government, respect, we pay taxes, tama yun, but they cannot be acting like God and demanding church and family to do this and saying, hindi nyo pwede tong gawin. Labas na yan sa jurisdiction nila. Those are under the rule of the leadership of the family and the church. And we should honor God and follow our leaders instead of what other people are saying. Amen? Amen. Sige, palapakan natin muna si Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
We're down to our last two points. The state, church, and family do not have authority over the God-given and inalienable rights of human beings. The state, church, and family do not have authority over the God-given and inalienable rights of human beings. So kanina, institutions. Ngayon naman, individuals. Kanina yung pamilya, church, state. Ngayon, individuals. Ikaw, ako, in our individual capacity. Meron si Lord binigay sa atin na inalienable rights. Rights that can never, must never be removed from us because they are given by God and only God can take them. Letter A, life is a gift from God. Life is a gift from God. So, government is commanded and warned by, the, by God in the Bible not to take away human life without justice. Hindi dapat pinapatay ang tao dahil lang merong accusation, hindi naman approve. The state is not allowed to do that. But also on the part of the church, another institution, the church also cannot take the life of its members. And of course, it's weird in a general setting, but we know that every now and then, there are cults that rise, mga kulto, and then uh, they actually abuse the members, and some of them, they actually kill the members, or they tell them, sige, sabay-sabay tayo, mag-suicide tayo, or they kind of, you know, take the life. Now, that is, of course, a little bit weird, and it's, it's really a bit rare, but the point is that should never happen. Government, church, must not take the life of its members. Family, even parents, have no right to take over the life of their children. Kahit ang parents, walang karapatan. And by the way, this includes unborn children. Si baby nasa loob, buhay na buhay na, ang lakas ng magsipa, etc. Dinidinig mo na ang heartbeat, human being na siya. Pati ang parents, walang karapatan. Life is a gift from God. It must be preserved and honored. Um, Genesis 1.27 So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Napaka-valuable po ng bawat tao. Bawat isa sa atin, napaka-valuable. Hindi ho pwedeng kunin ang buhay natin. Hindi ho tayong pwedeng patayin without God allowing it because in reality, we are made in God's image. Give with a precious life that God wants us to enjoy. Number two, freedom is a gift from God. Freedom is a gift from God. Ang bawat tao po, we are born free. Lahat ng tao, regardless of your race, where you're born, your economic uh, circumstances when you were born, you were born free. And no human being and no human institution, state, church, family, can take your freedom away from you. Napaka-sacred po niyan as far as God is concerned. So for example, for the state, uh, right now, there's talk about this vaccine from China, vaccine from Russia, and so on. Uh, there are differences of opinion. And to me, my simple opinion is this. If people want it, let them get it. Okay? You do whatever you want. But people who do not feel comfortable must never be forced. Okay? So you, you want to get it? You want to get it? Then get it. I don't want to get it. Then in case I choose not to get, I should not be forced. Okay? So, yun lang punto doon. We respect freedom. I respect your freedom to say yes. Please respect my freedom to say no. Okay? The state in that case or other cases must not force the people to go beyond their individual freedom. Number, uh, letter, uh, number two, on the church, 
the church members must be taught and exhorted, but never coerced to obedience. So a church in any setting must teach the people, pero yung kinocoerce mo para mag-obey, hindi po yun tama. Alright? So teach the people. Teach the people to obey God. Teach the people to serve God. Teach the people to give to God. Teach the people to serve God, etc. But to coerce them to violate their freedom is wrong. Under divine order, we do it willfully from the heart. That's always the way to serve God. Families, fathers and mothers must understand that their children have equal value in the eyes of God as them. They must honor their children, guide them in the minor years, but eventually allow them to make their own decisions, especially as they pass the age of majority. So yung mga parents din po, dapat po nirespeto rin ang freedom ng ating mga anak. Alright? Hindi dapat sapilitan, sapilitan, sapilitan. Dapat tinuturuan, ginagayid. And the children have to learn to honor. Pero meron nung a certain boundary yon Na dapat yung freedom ng bata nirespeto. Hindi dapat parang anak ka lang, sumunod ka lang, huwag kang masalita, wala kang karapatan, wala kang opinion. Hindi po pwede yun. According to God, freedom is so valuable, is part of our dignity as human beings. Dapat po ino-honor natin yon And families must Give respect to even the children, even the minor children. Galatians 5.1 For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm therefore and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Letter C. Ability to pursue a life of happiness is another endowment from God. Ability to pursue a life of happiness is another endowment from God. Sa plano po ni Lord, lahat ng tao, sacred ng buhay, sacred ng freedom, sacred ang right and ability to pursue a happy life. Yan po ang sabi ng Biblia. Alright? And uh, the government cannot hinder that. The government cannot say, like in communist countries, they say, well, dapat ganito ang trabaho mo. Lahat kayo sa village na ito, ito ang hanap buhay nyo and so on. Hey, bawal maghanap buhay ng iba, dapat dito ka lang and so on. And we say, well, for a limited period of time, maybe, but forever, no. Because God says that meron mong freedom and merong right to pursue, ability to pursue a happy life. Uh, and that includes, you know, traveling, going, trying out things, uh, etc. And the state must honor that. Yung church din, uh, and this is a reminder for me and other leaders, that the church must honor people in the way they pursue God and in the way they seek to serve God. So for example, we say, okay, meron tayong uh, mga ministries, meron tayong mga emphasis, and so on. But sometimes some, some person will say, well, I want to be involved in this. And we say, well, wala tayong ganong ministries sa church. But if you really have the heart to do that, then go ahead and then go ahead and do it. Uh, we cannot promise we'll give you people and money to do that, but we will not stop you. Go ahead and do that. Amen? Meron ability and freedom to do that as well, broadly enough, so people can pursue what they believe is God's call and what will make them happy within the parameters of Scripture. Family, parents are to be open to the particular choices of their children, even though they may not prefer them themselves. Mga parents po. Sino po mga parents po dito? Kasama po ako doon, okay? Tayo po ay inutusan ni Lord na bigyan, nalawakan po natin ang isip natin na yung mga anak po ay meron po sila sometimes choices, perspectives, labas sa ating paradigm, pero dapat ay open tayo. Sabi niya, gusto niya maging ganito. Sabi mo, ano yun? 
Ah, napaka-weird naman. Sa Amerika lang kata. Wala naman tagayin sa Pilipinas. Pero dapat ang mindset natin, kung yun ang gusto niya, at ma-happy siya, baka pwede naman i-allow kaysa sa napaka-narindi. Si Lolo Lola mo, teacher, engineer, dapat either teacher o engineer ka lang. <laughs> Hindi dapat gano'n. Meron dapat a certain freedom that is allowed. Micah 4.4 talks about the life in the millennial kingdom, the perfect world under Christ. Everyone will sit under their own vine tree and under their own fig tree and no one will make them afraid for the Lord Almighty has spoken. So in the plan of God, lahat po tayo merong magandang buhay, meron tayong private property, may freedom, we pursue what we want to honor God and to help society, pero meron ho yan as gifts of God for us. Amen? Amen. Can you have the musicians now? The last point, when man follows God's design and order in the various spheres of life, he will be blessed. When man follows God's design and order in the various spheres of life, he will be blessed. Same principle lang po ito. When we honor Christ, He releases His favor and blessing. 1 Corinthians 4.6 I have applied all these things to myself and Apollos for your benefit, brothers, that you may learn by us not to go beyond what is written so that none of you may be puffed up in favor of one against another. That principle uh, applies in particular to that context but broadly as well. Meron nung nakasulat, nakatakda para sa atin. Let's stick to what is written, what is planned by God, divine order, divine design, and let's not become proud na pati hindi na tayo kasali, pinakialaman natin. Hindi po dapat ganon. Romans 12 to the last verse, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So when we allow our minds to be renewed by the Word of God and by the Spirit of God, then we can discern what is good, pleasing and perfect, that's the will of God. So in bottom line and summary, sa buhay po natin, merong design si Lord, alamin po natin yon, sundin po natin yon, because in finding them and doing them, there is life and blessing for now and eternity. Amen? Palabakan po natin si Lord. Thank you, Lord. Tumayo po tayong lahat. Let's all stand and pray. Let's all stand and pray. Our Father in heaven, we thank you, Lord God, that you are wise and you are good and you have made a beautiful, wonderful plan for us and for all creation. And Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus that you would help all of us to find our place and to live out our call according to the measure of faith, according to the boundaries that you have planned and set for us and the calling you have made on our lives. Tulungan mo kami, Panginoon, to follow divine order, divine design, that is the best way to live. That is the right way. That is the way to honor you and the way to glorify you. Today, Lord God, we say we will do that. We will do that. Come on, would you respond to the Lord? Tell the Lord God, help me to follow the divine order. So, familia, as a husband, as a wife, as a child, Lord, as a church, as a leader, as a follower, Lord, as a state, Lord God, as a citizen, or even as a servant leader, if you're a worker in government. Lord, help me. And Lord, the individual rights of life and freedom and pursuit of happiness. Help me, Lord God, to honor those and to the extent that 
I have not, I pray that you would forgive me, God. Help me, Lord. Forgive me, Lord, by the power of the name of Jesus. Right now, where you are, come on, just pray to the Lord. God, we open up our hearts to you. Continually open our minds and hearts. Continually change our lives, God. Help us to order our lives according to your perfect will, according to your great wisdom. We thank you, Lord God. Salamat, Lord. Salamat, Lord. And today, if you're here, you've not yet surrendered your life to Jesus. The Lord is calling you to give your life to Him. Would you surrender your life to Him? Wherever you are, you are here on site. You're watching online. You're listening on audio. Today, the Lord is calling you. Give your life to Jesus. Surrender your life to Him. Tell Him, Lord, I, I am sorry for my sins. Jesus, I am a sinner. I need you. Forgive me, Lord Jesus. Come into my life. Wash away my sins. Jesus, forgive me. Jesus, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Right now, wherever you are, you know in your heart you are not right with God. You are not living for the Lord. You have not yet surrendered your life to Jesus. This is the time. This is the moment. This is your opportunity. Give your life to the Lord. Tell Him, Jesus, forgive me. Jesus, come into my life. Jesus, I surrender my life to you. Patawarin mo ako, Panginoon, sa aking mga kasalanan. And I surrender my life to you. I give my life to you, Jesus. Take over my life. I trust you. Be my Lord and be my Savior. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. And God, we thank you that you are gracious and merciful and you will bless us as we honor you and surrender our lives to you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Can I request everyone to raise your hands for the final blessing as we are now about to be dismissed. Receive the blessing of the Lord before we go. And now the Lord bless you and protect you. The Lord cause His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you kindly and the Lord bless you with His peace. I declare over you that as you faithfully follow the Lord, as you are faithful to carefully obey the Lord God in His commands, you will be the head and not the tail. You will be above and not beneath. You'll be the lender and not the borrower. You will bless in the home. You will be blessed outside of the home. The works of your hands will be blessed. Go with the love of God. Go with the presence of God. Go with the power of God. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And I declare over you good things. I declare over you victory. I declare over you the good plans of the Lord God Almighty, your Father. Thank you, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And everyone would say, Amen and Amen. Thank you for listening. And may the Lord continually strengthen your heart in this trying time. And please keep posted because we will continue to come up with recordings like this so that you will be strengthened as you go through this season. God bless you.